We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Okay, so I'm going to do something a little different today. Uh, so I just quit my job and um, I'm, got, I'm getting a new gig, uh, you know, it's in San Mateo, so I'm going to lose this horrendous commute. Uh, so I thought, hey, let's just... Uh, do a podcast on the commute, right? Like, I, I had one time I had flirted with that idea and, uh, you know, just thought that was later I wrote it off as completely insane. So, um, <laughs> so I thought, you know, just to one more time. So this is me walking to the train station. So I've got, let's see how many days left of this just shit show burning tire fire disaster of a job. Uh, let's see. I think it's, I've got uh, 10 calendar days left. Um, and I could not be happier uh, to be done with this. Everything's broken all the time. Everything's broken. And uh, I thought this would be an easy, just sail off into the sunset kind of thing, you know, like, oh, I've got two weeks and it'll just be about, you know, me doing knowledge transfer and, you know, telling everybody what I do and, you know, reassigning and nope, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of my coworkers came to me on, I guess it was yesterday and just was like, all of a sudden this thing isn't working and we don't know why. And of course, I don't know why, like, none of the error messages mean anything. They're just like, I don't know, something went wrong. <laughs> so, so that's been an insanely stressful um, couple of days. Oh, yeah, so it's Thursday. What is that? It's February 27th uh, that I'm recording this. <sighs> and uh, let's see, we're doing happy hour tonight after work. Hopefully I'll remember on the walk home to actually turn this recording on again. Uh, but we'll see. <sighs> hey, let's get some nature. All right, nature, great. Uh, now let's see if I can cross the street without getting run over. It's always a plus. Yeah, so I'm doing this with the uh, <laughs> with this microphone uh, that plugs into my iPhone that I got for Christmas. Uh, it was funny when I got it. I was like, "Oh right, I added this to my wish list at one point." Right. Not sure what I'm gonna do with that. <laughs> well, here we go. It is 
significantly more conspicuous, though, than if I was just using the headphones and the, and the headphone microphone, because then I could at least pretend like I'm talking to somebody. This, on the other hand, is just obviously, I'm a douche. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm a weirdo and I'm doing a thing, right? Like there is no denying I am doing a thing. And so, uh, yeah, as we get closer to the train stop, uh, I am going to stop doing a thing. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so, uh, oh, yeah. So I'm now standing at the corner of Charles and Delaware, where they have finished phase one of the new apartment buildings. And, you know, there, there was, I, I can't, you know, a lot of people are mad because they're like, Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's too much. It's too big. Uh, you know, it's going to be too much traffic. And, you know, I, I was not thrilled by the Kmart that was there originally. I certainly didn't ever use it. Uh, I think I used it, you know, maybe three times in the 10 years it was there. Uh, but now, the, you know, there was always that promise of, oh, we would get, you know, shops, cool shops in the basement, not in the basement, well, yeah, in the basement level, yeah, let's go to cool shops in the basement, Woo! <laughs> who needs sunlight, right, <laughs> let's just, let's just go down with the Morlocks and the mole people, and let, like, see how they survive with no daylight, no, in the, in the ground level floor of the apartments, there would be cool shops, so, so far, we have a kickboxing studio, which seems to be doing decent business, and then, uh, we also have, um, well, it's not in yet, but we're going to get a deli. I was just cons- just 100% sure that when all of this went up, it was just going to be nothing but, uh, you know, ramen places and boba tea, which are two things I don't give two shits about. Like, yeah, it's, it's I get the appeal to ramen, even though I find it just so annoying to eat and anything that has like a two hour wait to get into. Yeah. Forget it. I ain't doing that. Uh, and, and, and that's the other thing, all of them, all of them have two hour waits to get in. And there's like a dozen of them within a block of each other. It's like, it it, it feels like the frozen yogurt craze, you know, of, of the eighties. And then I think it came back in like the two thousands and it just seems like, such a fad, you know, like just this thing that people just decide that they are going to be excited about, which I, I guess, I don't know. I just, uh, I just, I'm not that person. I like, I like what I like and whether you like it or not, I don't care. I'm not really driven by fads or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm the motherfucker still playing Pokemon Go, right? Like, long after everybody else gave it up. I'm still, you know, completing missions and spinning spinners and training my, my dudes and, and managing my items. Yeah, I know, right? Like, nobody cares. Like, again, I'm the only guy. I shouldn't say that. I actually gained a whole bunch of new Pokemon friends. Hello, stranger. Uh, Pokemon friends. Oh, that guy was way more into his phone than he was me. So even though I am clearly doing a thing. Um, yeah. 
so, um, yeah, uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, driven, uh, driven by fads. So, um, so I don't know. I mean, hopefully there will be more cool shops. The problem I think is, is that they're just still building more buildings behind the building that's already built. And I'm just like, no one wants to move in with that kind of racket going on. And who knows what the occupancy rate is on the one building that is built. Because the only reason to put shops in there is that there are people to actually, you know, patronize them. And so, hey, there's people at the WeWork office. Yeah, I was really bummed out when WeWork took over that building. So there's another office building next door to the apartments. And I was really hoping that some cool business was going to move in there so I could just be like, I can walk to work and it's three blocks. But uh, they set up a WeWork space. So that's like, for those of you who don't know, WeWork is kind of like one of those um, rent a space as needed. And then, uh, and then they, you know, they just give you a desk and a kitchen and, you know, a place to have meetings and all of that good stuff. All right, well, here I am in the Caltrain parking lot where I'm a little surprised that the casino bus hasn't shown up yet. Uh, it looks like there are a couple of people waiting for it. But, uh, yeah, it's usually here trying to run me over by now. So, oh, well, I guess it's probably the rainy weather that's slowing it down. More rainy weather. Good God. It feels like it's never going to end. I mean, it's almost the end of February. And it feels like it's been raining nonstop since January. I know it hasn't, but look, take my word for it. It feels like it. All right, I'm going to stop doing a thing now. I'll see you when we get to San Francisco. Okay, so we just crossed the street. Uh, 4th and King... Actually, it's 4th and... What is this? Townsend? Yeah, anyway. So, now I'm back to doing the thing again. Uh, (laughs) And, of course, today, the Caltrain was late. You know, say what you want about Caltrain. You know, it's usually pretty consistent, so I can't bag on it too hard for being, you know, once in... I think this is the maybe the second time in over a year that it's been late more than five minutes. I mean, it's usually a couple of minutes late, but I mean, you know, today it was 20 minutes and, you know, (laughs) clearly I don't care, but I'm sure there's a bunch of people who do. (sighs) So let's see, I gave my notice on Friday. I really wanted it to be Thursday because that's when I had all the documents signed, everything away. Uh, but and really, the reason I wanted it to be Thursday is be you know childish reasons of I wanted a day off, you know, for on a Friday where I could just, as I said to many people, uh, sit in my underpants and play video games. Uh, but you know, it's like look. It's fine. (laughs) There will be, as I have learned in life, um, there will be other opportunities to do that. Like, this isn't the one and only time this is going to happen, especially coming up uh, now that I've got, you know, the seven-minute commute and the first day of work. I don't have to be there until 9.30. So 
there will be plenty of opportunities to sit at home and play video games. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like I was going to go to Europe or something with all of, you know, my extra time off. It's like, no, I'm just going to goof around and I can do that any old time. So, um, so there we are. So anyway, uh, I always take the same route every day. So now I'm walking up, what is this? Uh, the street over from Townsend, I guess. And, uh, I I do this because I'm trying to get to the street called South Park. And South Park is this street. I mean, obviously, it predates the television show. I'm sure there's nobody uh, who watched the television show and was like, oh, yeah, we've got to we've got to change the name of this street. No, I'm sure it was, it's always been South Park and it's amazing. It is just like a little park in the middle of the city. And it's not even a park. It's just like a, the median of the street is just, uh, is just uh, this, you know, little, you know, fake grass playset thing. But it's it's so calm. It's so just you know, and the the architecture is this weird, funky mix of old and new. And there's you know, and and like there's a, a you know this one condo building. It's a one bedroom, one a one and a half bath for one point two million dollars. Boy, this is. Sorry, I'm a little out of breath. I had to run past some mall walkers that I didn't want to get stuck behind anymore. <sighs> All right, so uh, South Park is in between 3rd and 2nd in San Francisco and in between, oh, I think it's Harrison and Bryant. Um, and it's... I. <laughs> I love it, too, because, like, people are usually out there with their dogs, and the dogs are running around, and they're, it just, it's, it's so peaceful. Um, I posted a video of this dog who just had to be friends with me the other day, I mean, a couple of months ago, and it's just like, you're not going to get that any other place. I mean, I'm sure if you go to a different park, but <laughs> there's nothing on my commute to work. All right, so where are we? All right, so we're at, yeah, third, oh, third and Brannon is where we are. And then, so I guess it's in between Brannon and Bryant, his South Park. They've got this gas station they've been doing renovations on. I don't understand it. They're, they're going to start selling hydrogen fuel. I mean, that seems like a bad idea, right? Like, I don't know. Well, I guess, I guess the Hindenburg was helium. And so hydrogen is supposed to be... Who, what car do you know that runs off of hydrogen? That seems insane. I, you know, this app, and my phone goes to sleep sometimes. And so I'm just trying to make sure that... That <laughs> this recording app is actually still recording. Oh, that's a feat. This woman's got two giant coffees and a 
and an umbrella that she's all trying to carry at the same time. Yeah, good luck with that. Okay, so just around the gas station, oh, here's the taqueria food truck that's here every day. It smells really good. I never, I never take part just because I'm always like, well, I'm, I feel like I'm already late for work as it is. The idea of stopping and waiting even longer just, plus, you know, food trucks, man. Like, I like them, but they're not all created equal, and I just feel like some are a little sketchy. All right. Okay, so here we are, South Park. Well, you know, it's one of the bummer about it being rainy is that uh, people aren't out with their dogs usually. It's funny. I don't get people with that. Like, I walk my dog no matter what. Now, I get it. Sometimes the dog doesn't even want to go, and it's like a really short trip. But, you know, other than that, it's like... Don't you, I mean, are you such a wuss that you're just like, oh, I can't walk my dog because it's a little wet out? I mean, what is that about? So this is, of course, I, you know, I love South Park so much, but this is the part where I walked into dog shit and then <laughs> walked the rest of the way to work to, uh, you know, with dog shit on my foot. And then I was like, well, what do I do? How do I, how do I do this? How do I get into work? with, you know, spreading around the least amount of dog shit. So I kind of walked on my tippy toes and then grabbed the, you know, Clorox wipes off the, the supply counter and then just took them to the bathroom and went to town. But, you know, it's only happened once in the year I've been doing this. Really? No dogs? No dogs today? Everybody's just too big of a pussy? I mean, most of the dogs that come here are little dogs, too. So it's not even like, you know, I don't know, you have to control some sort of Great Dane or Mastiff or anything. I mean, they're all just like terriers and shit. I can't believe how, how out of breath I am just walking and talking. You know, I mean, it shouldn't be that much effort. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe my asthma's acting up. Maybe I'm just not used to expending this much energy walking to work. I don't know. But it's so quiet here. All right, now this is the dangerous part. This is the part where I've almost gotten hit. People are looking for parking, but they're not looking at me. And so I have to be very careful crossing the street and making sure. Oh, great. Here we go. Take down the umbrella. That's where the sidewalk narrows. But anyway, yeah, so I've, I've almost gotten hit a couple of times in my beloved South Park. But you just learn, you know, you just learn that people are dunces and you got to keep your eyes open. Oh, yeah. And here's the blue bottle coffee. It seems like it seems like every time I pass this place, they're doing interviews for like jobs, job interviews. That's what they're called. 
And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, and none of those people, I mean, it's already past nine. And none of those people seem to be in any kind of rush to get anything going. And I'm like, don't you have jobs? Like, you all look nice. You all, you know, you don't look like a crazy person. So I'm just like, what, what's going on there? Like, don't you have someplace to go? Someplace, something to do? Or is this your job? It's just to, like, post up in the blue bottle. All right, here we are. We're at Bryant now. <sighs> Gotta wait for the signal. So much louder here than was in the park. I feel like I'm taking my life into my own hands when I do this every single time. That's another thing I won't miss. Near-death experiences. Alright, now let's see. Where are we at? Oh yeah, so now we're at second. Second and Bryant. The amount of tech swag hoodies in this neighborhood is just ridiculous. I had a coworker the other day complaining about how all the swag hoodies are gray, and, and it's just like, why? I mean, your your corporate logo isn't gray. Why why are you why why is every single sweatshirt of yours gray? I mean, our colors are like like this sky blue and white, and yet they all hand out gray hoodies. Uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of a bummer because it's just like gray hoodie and logo, and that's like the uniform of downtown San Francisco. We've got a Lee's Deli in our building, and Lee's is... Um, famous for not their sandwiches, but their greasy Chinese food bar, their buffet, quote-unquote, where you pay by the pound. And I don't know, maybe I should hit that up one last time before I go. Because, you know, Miriam tries to be health conscious, and I don't know, I guess she feels like Chinese food is not the most, you know, health conscious. And when I say Chinese food, of course I mean American Chinese food, you know something just drenched in some sort of sugary sauce and god it's so good though i love me a good sugary sauce because that's you know honestly that's what most food is is um you know just a vehicle for sauce really uh i mean it's very rare that you get just food by itself that's like, oh yeah, I'll just eat this. And it's, you know, and look, I love a good steak, but like, that's also just coated in salt. At least the way I make it. Okay, second in Harrison. Gotta wait for the light. As I cross the street, taking my life into my own hands once again, 
uh, I think I'll uh, wrap it up for now. I mean, our building is right on the corner. Good old 303 2nd Street for the 10 days and counting. All right, well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to record the second half going home on my last day. Uh, I think that'll be much more ceremonial than, like, the week left. All right, then. I'll talk to you then. All right, well, that's that. (laughs) So we've just fast-forwarded. Now we're at, uh, what is it, uh, Friday, March 8th. And I just finished my last day. It's a little bit before 2 p.m. And amazingly enough, I got done everything I needed to get done before the, the last final hour. It's always been the way with me where I'm just like trying to cram in the last few things at the very end. And then, you know, whatever happens. But not this time. Not this time. Maybe I've learned something, right? Like maybe I've actually, what is it, my Doogie Hauser now? You know, maybe I've learned something. Uh, and how to budget and schedule my time a little better. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I just uh, didn't, you know, it just, uh, just the way it worked out. Who knows? I'd like, hey, let's cut my, let's, let's give myself the benefit of the doubt, right? Let's, let's just say I actually learned something and uh, I learned to make things better this time. You know, one of the things, I don't know if I said this last time, but I, I definitely feel like doing this walk, you know, this walk from Caltrain into the office and back, you're really taking your life into your own hands, man. I mean, it's, it's really a crazy sort of affair. Yep, crossing the street. And, you know, I mean, doing this walk now at at two in the afternoon, traffic's light, maybe the best thing for me. I mean, because doing it at five, the people are insane. And it's really like a gamble. It's it's a mystery. Not a mystery. It's 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 amazing that I I haven't gotten hit by anything and I haven't seen anybody gotten hit. I've seen plenty of accidents. I've seen, I've seen two Ubers merge into each other into the center lane once, which I'm just, I gotta imagine that's just the worst for everybody involved. But, uh, yeah, but like I've, I've managed to escape peril, uh, along the way. Oh yeah, but let's talk about let's talk about this job, right? Let's talk about you know me going away. Um, it's interesting. I've never had so many people be so nice and like sending out so many announcements of my leaving, and I certainly never had. You know, anybody try to convince me not to leave. Oh, and yeah, and you know, the other thing too, I don't know if you remember this, you know, a while back, but I was saying, you know, when I was looking for a job, I always said, you know, oh, I've rehearsed 
this whole thing that I'm going to tell them. And, you know, I know in, in the real world, um, it's never going to come up. I'm never going to get to tell them. But I had this one job interview where uh, I get to tell them. All right, let's see if I can do this intersection without dying. Um, and so um, I, I thought, this is great. You know, I, I, at least I get to say this at this job interview, even though I won't get to say it in reality. No, I got to say it in reality. I got to say it in reality three separate occasions. My manager, uh, RVP, and the HR lady. And for those of you who don't remember, it was basically the fact that I'm quitting, I'm leaving, because I don't have a gang, I don't have a crew, I don't have, you know, people that I, I want to talk to and want to talk to me. Uh, I don't have, I don't have that. I've had it at other companies, and I desperately want it, and I, and I, I want to find that again. And, you know, the, the other places that I interviewed, I, 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 there was really no chance of getting that. Uh, but, you know, this new job, maybe, you know, I only, I didn't really meet anybody that I'll be working with directly. So I, I don't, who knows? Uh, I don't know. Um, but I have to try, right? Like, you know, it's one of those things you can't interview for it. Passing by the blue bottle where everybody and their mom has their laptop and seems to have no job to go to, which I said last time. <laughs> All right, here we are in South Park. Ah, oh, good old South Park. One of the things I will miss. It's so quiet here. And for, it's a, it's a cold, windy day. I mean, it's sunny. And I guess if you're in the sun, you know, you don't notice it. Uh, but it's, oh, I'm noticing it. Fuck, screw that. Oh, look, so many dogs out today. Not like that other day when it was raining. So anyway, um, yeah, but it was weird because here I was saying, like, I have no crew. I have nobody, you know, to eat lunch with. And then as soon as I announce I'm leaving, like, everybody wants to have lunch with me. And I'm just like, you goddamn motherfuckers. If, uh, you know, if you had been like this in the beginning, I, maybe I would have changed my tune. Like, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. The work sucks. Oh, it sucks. Which, you know, I, who knows? I, I may not have been able to endure that. But, you know, having like a crew would have been great. It, I would have made it all better. Uh, but not having that. And, and having a guy I worked with who, I mean, look, he softened over the years. But God damn, man, he just felt... It just felt like he just hated me all the time. And just, I, I annoyed him. And, you know, just trying to talk to him just was impossible. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah, you know what, motherfuckers? Where were you? Where were you when I needed you? Oh, sure. 
you know, easy now. But where were you then? So I think I am going to put out the call. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll try. I'll see if I can organically get something going. But you know what? Fuck it. If I can't, I'm just going to put the call out there and just say, look, (laughs) hey, I need a lunch buddy. Who wants to eat lunch with me? This is when I eat lunch. This is where you can find me. We can share and talk about, you know, what we're working on or TV shows or whatever, you know? So hopefully at the next one, there'll be, I mean, it's such a, it's a much bigger company. So there's gotta be somebody there who, you know, I can bond with and, you know, I'm, I am number one. I'm their number one. I, uh, <laughs> I've, I've been watching a lot of, um, guitar rig rundowns where the guitar tech to famous celebrity guitarists talk about, you know, what the artist uses and the pickups and the amps and the pedals and everything. But they always refer to the artist's favorite guitar as their number one. Oh, what's his number one? And um, I, I always, I think about that in terms of people. Like, I want to be somebody's number one. I mean, at least somebody I work with. Um, I don't care. I mean, look, I know I'm, I'm, I'm other people's number ones in the world, but I don't see them every day. I don't see them on a, you know, even, even my lovely wife, Miriam, I don't work with and I don't get to be her number one, at least not at work. Oh, hey, speaking of Miriam, for the, for those of you who uh, haven't heard, uh, she did get her therapy license and, uh, she did, uh, what she, she, um, oh, she got office space. So she hasn't actually received the license yet, uh, but she's uh, got a lease signed uh, with her and her friend from uh, college. So she's gonna, you know, start uh, uh, trying to, as soon as she gets her license, she's gonna start seeing clients and have her own private practice. So that's very exciting. This is like, I don't know. I think somebody said, like, what, seven years or something in the making? That was weird. But, uh, yeah, so no more studying, no more tests, at least not for... I I think they have to take a test, like, once a year or something like that, but uh, nothing more than that. So, yeah, that'll be exciting. Uh, let's see, where am I now? Ooh, I'm right across the street from Ubisoft on 3rd. Um, yeah, uh, that was another place that I, I thought would be fun to work at once upon a time. But I don't know, man. I mean, we've got, you know, Sony Playstations right across the freeway from me. And, uh, you know, who knows? They're, they're probably never going to go out of business. But I just feel like the video game industry is so, so volatile that um, the chances of, you know, having a... St- and it always seems like, you know, video game companies, they always seem like they're one game away from bankruptcy, you know, because they, they take like four years to make, like a AAA title takes like four years to make. And if you, if you, you know, if it doesn't make just a 
ton of money, you know, it can't propel the company forward another X number of years. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, the video game industry also extremely deadline driven, just to a manic, crazy level. I mean, and, and then, and then, you know, if anybody says, hey, you know, uh, we're going to delay this game. The fan response is brutal. I mean, it is just the hate and the vitriol is just insane. So, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so they, so they don't, right? So they don't ever delay a game because they just don't want the blowback. I mean, even if it is, you know, meaning, you know, even if it's like in the middle of the year or something, you know, I mean, obviously you really want to hit Christmas, but, you know, uh, if you don't, you know, I, I mean, if it's a mid-game, your mid-year release, then, you know, uh, who cares, right? But even then, they, they still have to toe that line because they just don't want to piss off the fucking nerd patrol. Goddamn, man. Anyway, all right, so what am I at now? I'm two blocks away from the Caltrain. I think I might be a little early, so I think I'm going to see if I can get a beer across the street. Hopefully happy hour has started. You know, it's past 2 o'clock already, so gosh, you know. It's 2 o'clock in San Francisco. We're, like, day drinking. We went to this... Oh, man, we went to this place called The Creator yesterday for my goodbye lunch. And, and again, goodbye lunch. Fucking only two other people other than myself showed up. And I'm like, see now, this is what's wrong with this company. And then in, in, even at lunch today, uh, the guy I went to the Primus concert with, Luke, he was there. And he was like, um, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, it was really good that I ran into you talking not to me, but some other guy. And he was like, yeah, you know, we got to talk about all this stuff that, you know, and he's like, yeah, this is why it's such a good idea to have lunch together. And I'm like, yes, motherfucker, it is. This is what I've been screaming about every goddamn day. You got to have lunch with other people. And even Tony, Tony, one of the founders, he said that a hundred years ago. Nobody listened. It's like, God damn it, people. This is important. You know, and this and it's and it's and it sucks because it's one of those unquantifiable things that you just can't, you know, put a dollar sign on. But of course, you can look at all the work that you have piling up on your desk and say, like, oh, I got it, you know, this thing or that thing. But somehow, still, the idea of having lunch and even just taking a break uh, just seems foreign to most people. I don't know, man. It's kids in their 20s, right? They just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, your old man moment brought to you by me. Yeah, it's a drag. All right, well, I'm going to pause this for now. As I walk across the street, I'm at the corner of 4th and King. And I'm going to see uh, what time my train leaves. All right, talk to you on the walk home. Bye.
So uh, this is me back at home. Um, I, I did not record uh, the rest of my walk back, mostly because uh, it was two in the afternoon and I took the, I had to stop at a, well, not my normal stop. And I, I don't know. I guess I had said all there was to say. So uh, at this point in the game, I am three weeks into the new job. And there are certainly some good parts to it, but there are also lots and lots of challenges. So, (laughs) uh, I'm not going to get into that now. it, It is entertaining. I will save it for another podcast. But it's funny. I came home on Friday uh, after the third week, after being having a tough time, I'll say. And, you know, I pet the cat. I watched a little Umbrella Academy, which I highly recommend. And I just felt like even if this just goes horribly, <laughs> I just felt like everything was going to be okay. I've uh, been through some things, and, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll be okay. So from me, from the music of Bright Brown, to new beginnings, and saying goodbye to the old, I will say good day. And we're going to do this one more time. Till then!